Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Six approaches isn't enough. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you are listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Check it out. We just completely overhauled, completely redid our Instrument Pilot online ground school. For the approaches, I shoot the approach in a standard six-pack steam gauge airplane, and then I go around, I shoot the approach in a G1 1000 airplane because I believe it's important for my steam gauge guys to see G1000 and my G1000 guys to see steam gauge. There is no one size fits all ground school, but we're certainly doing our best to get it there for you guys and really make it happen. Weekly webinar workshops, monthly mock check rides. It's a great chance to interact with myself, the team here at M0A.com, especially as our instrument rating evolves and changes so much. As we move from PTS to ACS, we are staying on top of these subtle changes. Did you know they got rid of world aeronautical charts? area forecasts, flight watch, all these sort of things have been gone within the past year and we're always in there updating. Did you know we're switching to ICAO flight plans and getting rid of our old flight plans? We're always on top of this stuff. We're always keeping our course so up to date. Whereas if you buy a DVD course or some uh, book-based course, well, the moment they publish it, it really becomes out of date because aviation is changing so fast. That's why we went with an online ground school model, groundschoolacademy.com to learn more. But our topic today is this, and I'll make it a quick one, but it's an important one. It's the fact that six approaches isn't enough. To maintain our currency as an instrument pilot, we learned that we need to fly six full approaches, which includes holding and navigation and tracking and the approach. And, and they list all these little line-by-line -line items we need to do. But you've heard me say it a million times. I've done podcasts on it before. If you've seen our movie Flying Again, you know this, that there is such a difference between currency and proficiency. The difference between currency and proficiency. You see a current pilot does his or her six approaches. But just doing six approaches isn't really enough. It's really just getting by. So how can you and how can I, because you're an awesome pilot. You took the time to listen to this podcast. You'd have to be. You're a good pilot who's always learning, no doubt. So how can we go beyond just currency when you might say jason six approaches in six months that that would be a that'd be a good half a year for me and unfortunately for some of us life and and time and money and all family these things flying is a tough hobby i was just sharing on my private pilot podcast earlier today flying is a tough hobby because it requires your time and it requires your money and you need a job which takes time to earn that money to fly. And it, it is such a work-life, finance, time balance to manage when learning to fly. So I get it when I say something like six approaches isn't enough and you say, Jason, what is enough? 
I just need enough to stay current. But is just staying current going to keep you safe? Is just staying current going to keep you confident going into your next instrument flight? I don't know. But I believe it's just getting by. You see, instrument flying knowledge erodes first. The skills erode second. So here's what solution I have to offer. Now, I can't change the FAA's six approaches in six months, but we can take it and add to it. By add to it, I mean this. You can still do your six approaches in six months to stay current, but what can we do above and beyond that? Because instrument knowledge erodes first and the skills erode second. If you're not always in that IFR environment, you need a way to stay proficient. So here are my three items. If you've seen the movie Flying Again, you're going to already know this first one. But here are my three items I believe you need to accomplish and take action on to stay proficient. And the first is to create a syllabus for yourself each month. Maybe you remember world-famous Uncle Larry saying this in Flying Again, the movie. He said, every month I create a syllabus, an area that I want to focus on. Maybe it's flight maneuvers this month. Maybe it's crosswind landings next month. Maybe it's instrument approaches. And they go through and work on those particular items. How can you start to create a syllabus for yourself each month? A syllabus that includes some instrument flying shooting a specific type of instrument approach, working under the hood, working with a simulated vacuum system failure. If you're going to go up, don't just go up to shoot approaches. Go up and make the most of it and expand your horizons and practice those emergencies that perhaps you haven't practiced since the days of earning your instrument rating. You're not always in the IFR environment, so we need to find a way to stay proficient. Create a syllabus for yourself each and every month. The syllabus should consist of some ground studies. We've got some great free videos out on YouTube. We've got great content videos for our pilots and our circle members, our online ground school members. You can check those sort of items out. Two is to get some sim time. This is something we try to do here a lot at M0A.com. We have a pretty cool sim, three screens, use an X-Plane, a really great computer. And we have fun little contests where, geez, you can do silly stuff like on X-Plane. We'll set up an aircraft carrier and we'll see who can do the best land. We did that on Periscope the other day and had you guys watch it live and judge who made the best landing. But on the sim, it allows me to program in some situations that I wouldn't normally find myself in or care to find myself in. I've done situations flying in a Cessna 414 with truly zero, zero, zero in the ceiling department, zero in the visibility department, and shooting the ILS approach down. And then you know what? Your alternator fails, or you know what? Then the vacuum system fails, and practice these different scenarios to practice my instrument scan. It's a situation I would never put myself in and certainly wouldn't hope to ever find myself in, but doing it on a sim allows me to be proficient with it. And if you can go and do it in a Redbird, by all means, that is amazing and awesome to do it in a Redbird or some sort of higher level ATD, advanced training device. But 
even if it's just a chair and a computer and a monitor and a yoke, an X-plane or whatever software you want to use in the corner of your basement, it doesn't matter as long as you have a sim of some sort to practice that instrument scan. I believe that the instrument scan is the most powerful thing you can practice on a simulator, is instrument flying. So one was to create a syllabus, two is to get some sim time, and three is to fly new approaches. It is so easy to get complacent and fly the same ILS 3.6 into Ocala over and over and over. I know the frequencies, I know the headings, I know exactly how they're gonna vector me. I could fly the ILS 3.6 into Ocala without an approach flight. I wouldn't advise doing it, but I could because I've done it so many times. Challenge yourself with some new approaches. When's the last time you flew a VOR approach? It's easy to just fly GPS approaches all day, but when's the last time you flew that VOR approach? Where would there even be a VOR approach near you if you had to go find one? This is where the sim comes in handy. We can really expand our horizons beyond just our geographical area, and let's go shoot some more complex approaches out in the mountains, where holding your altitude is really that important. And minimum obstacle clearance becomes real, real important quickly. Let's add some other elements like wind. Let's add some ice accumulation. This is, these are all things we can practice in the sim and there's situations you normally wouldn't want to find yourself in, but we can practice them in the simulator. So I may say that six approaches a month, six approaches a month, that would be more than enough. Six approaches in six months isn't enough. It is just getting by. But if you're going to only do six approaches within a six month time period, you need to do the following. Create a syllabus for yourself each and every month. So when you do get up to shoot that one or two approaches, they really count. When you're not flying, you need to find time to get yourself on a sim. You can get a basic X-plane set up with yoke and X-plane and probably just the computer you already have for two, 300 bucks. It's not expensive. It's the price of a flight hour and a half maybe, depending on what kind of airplane you're flying and three is to fly some new approaches. Expand your horizons. They may be new approaches on the sim. They may be just getting out of your geographical area, flying 100, 200 miles away on a good IFR cross country. And it even means just because it's a beautiful VFR day and they clear you for the visual, say, hey, would you mind if I shot the ILS 27 just because uh, I know it's visual, but just for practice? And you know what? They're going to give it to you. And you're going to burn a little bit more gas. It's going to cost you a little bit more on your rental. Or if you own the airplane, it's going to just cost you a little bit more in, in gasoline. But you'll be thankful that you did. A good pilot is always learning isn't just our catchy trademarked slogan. It is truly something to live by. Because there is such a difference between currency and proficiency. And when we can truly understand that, we make aviation a safer place. Hope you guys truly enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes. Right now you have the private, the instrument, the commercial, the CFI podcast as the top flight training podcasts on iTunes. We certainly couldn't have done that without your kind words, without your review. So be sure to leave us an honest review on iTunes. Thanks so much for all that you guys do. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember... 
a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.